So, Maddie, um, you are both a Boston Bruins and Washington Capitals fan. I almost didn't let you on the podcast because of the Bruins part. So you're going to have to, like, what's the ju- <laughs> give me the justification here. Um, so the justification here is that, um, I guess I could have spent four years of being an undergrad, being a miserable Bruins fan, um, watching them get thrashed by the Caps truly every game. Um, or I could switch allegiances and make my life easier as someone who writes about DC sports and, uh, lives in the district most of the time. So I also feel like, you know, the Bruins truly have, won once in recent history against yeah. the Caps. So, if anything, it's just like, does it matter? It, it because they're not going right? to win. It balances it out. No, 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 no. I, I think I would be kind of a hypocrite if I, you know, as, as much as someone who is, everyone should be a fan of whoever they want, you know, and ultimately, sports is something that should just make you happy, right? So I yeah. guess that kind of makes sense. Like, I truly, the thing is, though, I definitely am not like a, oh, I love every team person i certainly am not that type of person um (laughs) what's the team uh, you hate the most then um the toronto maple leafs which is like why um i would say that i just don't enjoy their existence in general um (laughs) uh i think that it's like you know the uh the red Sox have like the yankees but like i think in recent years even though the brands have like truly beat the Leafs in the playoffs every time um it like that animosity kind of you know it it cuts deep with me I I don't really have um strong feelings towards uh or positive feelings towards Toronto um but it's weird I actually did not care about like the Raptors winning because I was like you know what I'm cool with them but the Leafs I cannot do this (laughs) All right, well, speaking of things that you hopefully do have strong opinions on, but positive, um, Maddie, do you want to do some capital superlatives? Sure. All right, well, let's do that. With that, uh, let's get the show started. And as the puck drops, the words that DC fans have been waiting to hear since 1974, the Washington Welcome back to Japers Rink Radio. I'm your host, Greg Young, and uh, happy to be joined by uh, Maddie of Japers Rink. So, Maddie, how are you doing? Pretty good. Can't complain. Good, good, good. All right, so I'm going to give kind of our listeners a little bit of a heads up. This is, again, I I feel like all season I've kind of been the, well, we're doing a different kind of podcast today person, and uh, we're really doing a different type of podcast today. <laughs> so I have um, in front of me, and Maddie has in front of her, some um, Washington Capitals uh, superlatives that we're going to uh, dish out here. Um, I figure it's the end of the year. You know, it's been the end of uh, another really pretty successful year of Capitals hockey, as long as we ignore the playoff. Um, so, yeah, I think we're I think we're going to start reading these off. So uh, before we do that, Maddie, if you want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit, uh, kind of tell uh, our listeners about you a little. And uh, I know that you've got a new big job coming up. So if you want to talk about that, that'd be great. Sure. Um, yeah, so I have been um, a part of Japer's Rink for about, I guess, two or three years. I want to say three, but I also could be very wrong about that. <laughs> I um, think we started at, like, the same time, right? Roughly? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I was a junior in college. Yeah. Um, uh, time has no meaning to me because <laughs> I'm 22 and I barely exist as a person, but... Um, hey, I'm 29 yeah. and I barely exist, so that makes sense. You know, that's fair. Does that, I feel like no one really exists. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I wrote about DC sports um, for my recent job at Washingtonian Magazine, um, which some of you may have heard of, some of you may have not. Mm, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I am sort of moving on to do more sports things um, as a production assistant at ESPN in January. So that's exciting and scary. 
Um, I still do not believe it, but I'm very excited. Wow, yeah. And I know recently you uh, wrote maybe one of my favorite sports articles of the year with your valiant attempt, I think, to <laughs> go to a Washington football game for, what, under $30 or something like that, I think was, was yep. the goal? Yep, under 30. It was going to be under 25, but then, like, the tickets were originally going to be $4, but then they got up to, like, 8 Oh, uh, is that like that stupid StubHub fee or whatever? Yeah, it's the fees are crazy. They're like five dollars, and it's like this costs more than the t- ticket yes. itself. <laughs> which, which, it, 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 nothing else speaks truly, truly, you know, speaks volumes about the the football team's kind of performance this year, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, this year, every year. Yeah, who's to I guess say? That's true. Well, all right. <laughs> so, th- speaking about um, the things that are unlike the unlike the skins, uh, the best of things, um, the first. The first uh, superlative I have is uh, for best dressed. And Maddie, I know that you said you have some thoughts about this. So uh, take mm-hmm. it away. Yeah. So my thing is, uh, I like to go to the Dolly Parton school of fashion in that being fashionable is not necessarily the best choice. Um, so I think that there's a lot of caps that wear very trendy, uh, like, suits, but I don't think that they look good. Okay. So, like, uh, there's this one, like... Kepney uh, jersey, uh, jersey suit. Um, <laughs> wow, um, where it's like a checkered suit, um, and it's like fully like the large Glen check, and it just like, in theory, is a good suit, but it's not the right suit. And I yeah. think that like, this is sort of off the board, but also on the board in that I would say Holtby is the best dressed because he always looks like himself in a way that makes sense and is cohesive to his, like, brand, if you will. So I feel like he's the best dressed for himself. Sure. No, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I So uh, Tom Wilson uh, is someone who I'm sure is going to come up a decent amount here, and I'm going to start mm-hmm. the Tom Wilson love. Um, I think he always just seems to have a suit that just fits him pretty well, you know, and I think, I think mm-hmm. the hair kind of complements it really nicely. Um, mm-hmm. He does three-piece suits occasionally too, right, if I remember yeah. correctly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. As a as a as a lawyer now, you know I, I admire someone who can pull off a three piecer like I cannot, and uh, I feel like I would look like a fifty five year old like Wall Street banker if I tried that look. So um, I I give I give him props for that. Um, I I'm trying to think of like another really elite one. You know, it always seems like yeah. Whenever I see you know someone like maybe like a Dmitri Orlov, he's always pretty well dressed. You know. Um, there's I I think like, just a, yeah 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 like I know he's he's had a couple of suits I think that are actually pretty nice he does like a gray yeah. one pretty nicely I think I feel like Eller is very like low key nice uh, like yeah. nicely dressed like in a way that it kind of is just understated which yeah. I appreciate but I also think for Tom Wilson a thing is is he very well dressed or is he just a handsome person that could wear a sack of potatoes that's true <laughs> I feel like it truly just might be that he is handsome and uh therefore it looks good which i hate him for that that's fair no no no. i I think that's valid i think that's valid i think that you know he is um you know yeah i mean i think that's fair i think it's it's tough too because i mean part of i think wearing a suit well is you know where like you know you yourself you know really so it's tough to kind of separate those two but yeah like i think i think that's valid and i think uh I'm definitely willing to uh, hear your argument here and uh, award this, I think, to... Um, oh, my God. Who did you name? I'm blanking on this. Uh, <laughs> Holtby. <laughs> no, oh, uh, wait, wait. Who did you actually name? Uh, I named Holtby. Holtby. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm willing, I'm willing to cede this one to Holtby. So, um, all right. Um, so, next one up, we have one from Jason Rogers, who chimed in very nicely. Um so the capital most likely to stink bomb the science teacher's chemistry lab. Um, I'll admit I have really no idea where to go with this one. So I'm just going to leave this to you and hopefully you have a better idea with this than I do. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, I think Jason was very specific with this question, yes. um, which almost I think means there's some experience behind this. Um, not to point fingers, but yeah. perhaps <laughs> check out that. Um, I would say... The um, collective fourth line would be able to pull it off because they're very like I I like they're very good at what they do um, in a way that's almost unexpected. So I think that channeling that energy into I also think they all have like very like low key sweet faces. Yeah. So I think you could get get away away with with it. You know, bombing the 
yeah, you know, I feel like it's a good heist <laughs> there. That's perfect. Okay, cool. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little more specific with this. I I look at like a Brendan Leipzig, and you know, I I and this is mainly just me analogizing his hockey player with his, you know, just kind of. He always just seems like kind of a mischievous player. Like I, you know, he's always like kind of you know, a little bit of a pest and kind of always in the, you know, always seemingly in kind of that place, you know, where he's like a little annoying to other people. I could see mm-hmm. him maybe pulling off a stink bomb really effectively. Yeah, I see that. I think yeah. I'll give you that one. Okay. All right, cool. That was one I kind of like, I look at the roster. I'm like, oh, wait, there actually just is a correct answer. So who, <laughs> all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go off of this. I'm going to ad lib this a little bit. Who do you think that would be the capital that would be the most likely to tell on that person for stink bombing? Oh, hmm. yeah. I I, I feel like I don't think there's like a snitch. Yeah, I feel like that's just not the vibe. Yeah, like, hmm. I'm trying to think of like a responsible like, you know, I don't know. Like, I I feel like Radko Gudas would catch them and be very disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's just because I think Radko Gudas just looks like a father. Yes, and has that energy of being disappointed. Yeah. I, he yeah he just has a look of like yeah you know like I I see this and I don't quite approve of it but you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go tell people you know yeah like, yeah a stern you know but caring person yeah I agree <laughs> okay cool awesome all right so we have um one uh one of the ones we got from our internal slack we have a few of these uh the capital most likely to read Japer's ring hmm yeah. I don't know what to think about this one. Uh, I, I, we could cheat here and say that we know that Alex Ovechkin on Twitter actually follows JP and Japer's mm-hmm. rank. So that seems like as good a one as any. You know, I could see, you know, I, the big secret, I feel like if you talk to media people, is that mm-hmm. wa- hockey players read a lot more about this than they, like, want to admit that they do. So mm-hmm. it could be that the answer is just all of them. And maybe, uh, I mean, also maybe I'm just giving my us a huge ego or something like that but i you know i think that like secretly all of these players like probably know what's being said about them at least a little bit yeah i think yeah i think it's definitely fair to say that they're like if not checking their mentions definitely perusing a little bit yeah um i don't know like if there's a specific person that would stand out to me i guess i don't know like i have this weird like feeling that kuznetsov would read maybe not this season but like in general like would be in tune with his own press but like i don't necessarily think that like there's a specific person that would be reading more than others no that that makes sense that makes sense i think that koozie's a good one too because i think that he is someone that kind of you know can be a little up and down sometimes and so i could (laughs) see you know him maybe reading a negative article and being like no screw this person i am gonna go you know actually play defense today you know Mm -hmm. or like uh or the opposite you know he gets a little too high up there for sure yeah yeah okay cool all right so um i'm gonna snap now all right the the capital and this this got a little bit of um a little bit of argument in our in our chat the capital most likely to put ketchup on a hot dog maddie do you put ketchup on a hot dog i i do not because i think that hot dogs are inherently gross and weird I don't really know what they are. Um, don't yeah. know what the USDA standards are for that, but I don't really want not a hot dog to try. No, not a fan. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Um, let me think. I mean, I I'm, I'm trying to think of like a like a kind of. I feel like TJ Oshi would be someone that like I could see putting ketchup on a hot dog. Like you know he's yeah very much like kind of all American. He definitely would eat hot dogs, right? There's no yeah. way he do- TJ Oshi has hasn't eaten a hot dog. So he has like. He's yeah. very barbecue dad energy. Yeah. So, like, I feel like it, he's, like, throwing the Franks on the grill and then putting hot, like, ketchup on them. It yeah. makes sense. Well, okay, so if we definitely say just most likely to eat a hot dog, I think we're in universal agreement that TJ Oshi, right? Just no yes. doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With maybe, like, a little bit of Alex Ovechkin, like, we know he does grill sometimes when he's not, mm-hmm. like, almost setting himself on fire like he did mm-hmm. after the Capitals run, uh, <laughs> after they won the Cup. Uh, right. So he definitely, I feel like, would eat a hot dog, too. You know, I don't I don't mm-hmm. know if Ovechkin... I don't know. I could I could see maybe ketchup. I mean, Russian red. You know, maybe maybe something kind of that simple. You know, I don't know. Um, this is clearly a very yeah. well thought out thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so cap and I, this is what I I like this one a lot. Um, the capital most likely to drink eggnog through a Christmas sweater. There's only one correct answer to this, and it, it is Oshi. Yeah, it's got to be Oshi, right? Yeah, I just think the logistics of that um, are alarming. Yeah, <laughs> um, you have to have like a very cheap sweater with like no adornments on it because if it is even slightly thick yeah um that will just not work with eggnog yeah so but i i believe that he's up to the challenge for that i think he could do it you know i don't i don't know mechanically how that would work but i mean tj he's captain america right if he can you know score like winning shootout goals there's nothing he can't do yeah yeah for sure this is perfect all right okay so the capital most likely to get their own thriller trilogy is someone that uh, someone chimed in on Twitter. So I don't really know where to go with this one. Um, maybe like a capital who's a really good dancer. Maybe you would be one. Like I don't really know where to think about that one though. I like don't know what thriller trilogy means in this context. Yeah. So I was taking it as oh like, like a movie trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I thought it was like. For some like reason, I thought film? of, like, the Michael Jackson song, but that doesn't make any sense because trilogy <laughs> is involved. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, like, a like a horror, like, yeah. the Saw 1, 2, and 3. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. In which case, I would say Nicholas Backstrom because he does have, like, murder eyes. Ooh. Ooh, I like that one. It And just, like, I feel like can be a little haunting yeah. in the face area. So I feel like that's what you need for a psychological thriller. I mean, Nicholas Backstrom definitely has seen things, right? I don't think there's a doubt in my mind that he's definitely seen things. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Um, I like this next one, and I'm really excited to talk about it. The biggest DC sports fan is one that I created. So, I think that this is kind of one of the things that I've really enjoyed about both the Capitals and Nationals runs is how much they seem to enjoy each other and enjoy Mm -hmm. these kind of runs. So... You know, I feel like there's a lot of answers to this. Um, you know, I I look at potentially like a again, I keep saying TJ Oshi, but he's definitely mm-hmm. one. Um, but you know, even like kind of low key, like you, see, I feel like you always see uh, Kuznetsov at a lot of these. Yeah, picks. yeah, that's what I was gonna say because I feel like even before like the like the hype of this year, like I feel like he was always sort of just like in there, like yeah. going to, like Wizards games and being excited about that. So like, I feel yeah. like he's a very like been there from the start fan yeah but okay yeah. wait real quick to go back to thriller trilogy i have a kind of other low-key nomination for that how about Ilya samsonov like we don't know him Ooh. super well and i feel like he has a kind of look that's like a he's also seen things look yeah and you can just bring back the old like the uh, old masks and then it's like Ooh. perfect yeah that's perfect okay super um all right, next up, we have three in a row. Um, I think these were also from Twitter. Um, most, oh, actually, uh, I got DM these, I think. Um, okay, most likely to play Superman in a movie. Oh, it's definitely Garnet Hathaway with that jawline. Yeah. Like, I feel like he, like, one, I think in general, like, he's sort of, like, not underrated, I guess, but sort of um, under the radar in a way that I think you got to be, like, for Clark Kent, you gotta like yeah. have your glasses and not be seen because you're wearing glasses. So of course you're not mm-hmm. Superman. Um, but yeah, I feel like he has like the superhero jawline too, Ooh, which yeah. is if you're doing the bit, you have to have the look. Yeah. So, all right, um, I'm gonna actually go John Carlson here. I think um, hmm. I so I, he always just seems to be like someone who is like always kind of just doing the superhero thing. Like I, whenever he's like you know, scoring, he always seems like he's, like, kind of, like, just celebrating, like, he just, you know, saved someone or something like mm-hmm. that. I, I, I've always just, like, I can't explain exactly why John Carlson, to me, just, like, rings, like, wow, this guy is someone who is just, like, a Superman, but, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I think, like, I mean, if, if Smallville taught us nothing, it's that, you know, Superman has to kind of grow into the role, right? Mm-hmm. And John Carlson, I feel like, has grown into superstardom, you know? It's not something that he was, you know, he was always born special, but, you know, it took kind of the right confluence of circumstances for him to really, you know, become the true hero that he is. So that's, that's kind of my rationale with Carlson. Sure. I, I guess I, I could see that for sure. Yeah. I guess you could also argue that that could be um, fodder for him being uh, Captain America if you want to cross Ooh. over to Marvel. Yeah. Um, and sort of the, like, the be whole Avengers analogy, Superman. I feel like that works. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 
That's a good one. That's a good one. I I didn't think about Marvel superhero, but like, you know, I think that one makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. The next one is super easy, and I think there's only one correct answer. Although I said that we disagreed on the last one. So um, <laughs> most likely to moonlight as a coffee shop musician. I feel like that's just fully Holpey. It's got to be Holpey, right? Yeah. He's got the look. He, yeah. You know, just throw on like a little hat he's in a coffee shop yeah like, he's got the hipster look definitely definitely and i mean t- uh, brayden hopey there's no way he definitely hasn't written like um like freestyle poetry right there's like a hundred percent chance that that has happened oh for sure yeah. but i do think that like um tj oshi would be most likely to say anyway here's wonderwall oh yeah that's fair he's got that okay. energy yeah, I could see I could see Oshi doing that too. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to think of another one that like I you know, I feel like Lars Eller would be in the crowd, right? Like yeah. he'd be there, you know, he'd be someone I feel like that would kind of appreciate a coffee shop vibe, but I don't know if he would be the one that would perform. I feel like that would that would take a lot of, you know, I, I feel like he's more of like a background player in a coffee shop. Yeah. Maybe like a poetry read, but like of Ooh. someone else's poetry. Yeah. Or maybe he'd be, like, in a poetry group, you know, like a, like a reading group. And, like, just be, like, a very strong, solid, you know, he's always going to be there and not, you know, be the one to blow off the meeting at the last minute. You know, like, Lars sure. definitely getting there on time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, next up, most likely to become a professional golfer. Uh, I mean, I feel like the only image I, ha- I have in my head is, again, TJ Oshie with the beer helmet while mm-hmm. golfing. Um <laughs> But I'm trying to think of, like, another one that makes sense. Um, I could see, like, maybe, like, a Carl Haglin being someone who, you know, he's always kind of, like, athletic, you know, and maybe would be good at golfing, too. You know, I don't I don't yeah. really know, though. I don't really know much about golf, yeah. I would say. Um, I know that I, kn- I know many people who golf. My brother golfs, but I think he is bad at it. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't know. My parents golf. golf and are also terrible at it. So uh, that was actually... Uh, well, wait, I shouldn't tell what my Christmas present. Whatever, too late. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was, that was uh, my parents being terrible at golf actually revolved around a lot of our Christmas presents. So yeah, it's uh, the American pastime, I feel like, is not just being a professional golfer, but being a terrible golfer. So yeah. I'm trying to think of like a capital who'd be really like, would try to golf, but wouldn't be very good at it. I don't know. Hmm. This is, oh, I, I feel I, like I, Alex I, Ovechkin would be a terrible golfer. Yeah, that's. I think that Kuznetsov would also just be terrible at golf, but have like a very good time being yeah. the worst. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Um, next one is one that I really enjoyed, and uh, I think this is from uh, the Caps Mustache Twitter account. Um, the Capital most likely to become a pro wrestler. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I have a thought about this one, but it's only the name. I feel well, like. You need- Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was thinking you need, like, the physique and also the, like, showmanship. Yeah. Which is, I feel like, the more difficult aspect of it. So I'd like to hear your thought on it. Okay, well, all right. So also, like, I think a good name is important. And when I think of a a wrestling name, man, Radko Gudis is just, like, the perfect wrestling name. And I'm also, like, one of the more physical capitals, but... Mm-hmm. And then again, like, personality-wise, I don't really know if, if I'm there with him with that role, you know? Like, the showmanship, I don't I don't feel like he's someone who's going to, like, you know, show off a ton. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good... Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess you could go for someone who's, like, the professional wrestler that's there for the bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the person who's not going to be... The person who's going to lose, and everyone knows they're going to lose, but they're there more for, like the show aspect of it yeah i feel like if you're going for that it would probably be like rena or someone like that Ooh, i like that because it would be funny to see yeah or like a brendan leipzig maybe even you know like i feel like he's someone that you know like maybe 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 he would be like someone you'd root for you know as like a little antagonistic but you know ultimately a heart of gold Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah it's perfect okay cool all right um Next one is one that I, I think uh, we both knew was coming, um, and uh, I've, I've heard that there's only one correct opinion on this. Uh, the capital most likely to be an OC character. Um, I have to admit that I have never seen the OC. I have never... Well, actually, no, that's not true. I've seen a few episodes, but uh, yeah, it's... Uh, California, good-looking, you know, I think is kind of the thought. Uh, yeah. So... Mm-hmm. 
I, I feel yeah, like, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like the one I've heard from people is that Tom Wilson has to be the pick there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's, like, I don't know if he has, like, the California handsome vibe. Yeah. I feel like, I f- we keep saying Oshi, but I feel like he looks most likely to be a person from California. Yeah. He, like, he, I don't know. It's I think it's just the hair. Yeah. And, like, this sort of, like, youthful skin. I feel like that's what people in the OC have, but yeah. I also only have seen memes of the OC. <laughs> well, so I, think that's I don't all that know. really matters of the OC anymore anyways. If you can't meme it, then it doesn't exist, right? It's that's so, true. Yeah. That's uh, true. <laughs> very important. Um, I think Vrana also might be a stealth contender for that too. Like, you know, I also like very, very good hair. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like he's like the OC from what I vaguely remember of it. They're always like kind of getting into like hijinks and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And so I could, I could see Vrana maybe as being someone who like, would would maybe be involved in something like that? Isn't it like uh, there's? I want to. I might be saying someone from a completely different show, but isn't it like Seth Cohen's like one character who's kind of like geeky, but yes. like and the pseudo brother of this other guy who's kind of like the tough, cool guy yes. who's also broke. Yeah, um, we all know okay, Seth, so, Seth, uh, Seth uh, that he's that he's the most geeky and not at all good looking person at all, right? Yeah, of <laughs> course. And then it's like he's truly a handsome person. Yes. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. So everyone I feel in like, that show is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, Reno would be Seth Cohen. I feel like, and yeah. Oshi would be that other man who I don't know who he is. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, ooh. Yeah. I like that. All right. Awesome. All right. Well. At that, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, After that, you have really exciting things like um, the capital most likely to move into the woods after retiring, the cuddliest capital, and the capital that is secretly an amazing cook. So uh, stick around. Welcome back to Japers Rink Radio. I'm your host, Greg Young. And uh, Maddie, you had one uh, while we were talking uh, at break. Um, Give me me, uh, what, what what you're thinking here for your capital superlative. Yeah, so um, we're both fans of the Bon Appetit cinematic universe. Yes, um, very important. So I thought um, it'd be fun to see which capitals are the big three of Bon Appetit, um, the big three being Claire, Brad, and Chris. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to hear what you thought about that. Yeah, okay. So I feel like Claire is like, you know, kind of the, I wouldn't say the mom, but like, you know, like the, uh, she's always like kind of, I feel like, Whenever it's her and Brad together, like, she's mm-hmm. always the one, like, Brad's, like, the little child, like, running around doing weird things, and Claire, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's very long-suffering um, yes. when Brad's around, I would yeah. say. That's a good, that's a good one. Um, I don't know, what are you thinking about Claire? Because I feel like there's a couple different directions we could go in with this one. Hmm. I would say, I think that, I would, this is kind of an off left like left field one but i'd say lars eller is claire Ooh, i like that and one i would say that because i feel like you know it claire's very understated in why she's great um and i feel like she but she also is very half sour as brad would say so yeah. i think someone who is less in your face is maybe someone who'd be claire yeah but it's also like kind of like the one like doing a lot of, like, the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah you know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like Brad, for me, that's Vrana, but I'm curious what your thoughts are. So I I was thinking just, the Brad's so, like, boisterous and yeah. joyful that, like, I feel like, I would say definitely, like, Vrana or Oshie would be yeah. Brad. But, um, because I think that's also just, like, kind of, like, the bro energy like brad is truly just like a man from new jersey yes um like that his that is his whole personality he's the jersey twitter account yes. in human <laughs> form um but he's so, also like one of the sweetest people you'll ever see supposedly so which yeah. i love yeah and is like you know kind of goofy but like fully competent and yes. you just kind of forget about that because there's so like he's so joyful to watch yes um but who do you think is chris huh a good one i mean i will admit i haven't seen as many chris videos as mm-hmm. the other two um hmm i, don't I know, think where, where like, would you go with chris well chris 
I, I think of Chris always just like showing up midway through the gourmet makes um, yes. episodes where he's like there to be like, he's kind of weird um, and just sniffs things um, and is sort of the moral support to Claire, but like he's yeah. clearly like a big player within the Bonamatite cinematic yes. universe. <laughs> so I guess I was thinking Backstrom because I feel like they have similar energy of being vaguely disapproving but yeah also supportive yeah i can also see like i mean coming halfway through like maybe like a, even a carl Haglin. i know we haven't mentioned him as much so i feel bad hello carl <laughs> um but uh you know i mean like carl came in like you know i feel like ha- you know, even a little bit later than halfway through you know but uh mm-hmm. is someone who kind of like pieces things together you know and is like a big kind of behind the scenes guy too so I, you know, I, but Nicholas Backstrom to me makes sense. I mean, both both Swedish, you know, so I guess there's something with the, the Swedes and being uh, vaguely disapproving of their, uh, you know, of their more boisterous teammates a little bit. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I like that one. That was a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. So uh, the capital hopping back in here. Um, I have the capital most likely to become a ref after retiring. So. I don't know. Like, I feel like we've 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 kind of put kind of put Gudis in this hole. So that's kind of that's kind of where I'm leaning. But you know, I I've, I'm curious kind of what you think. I don't. I feel like just because there's so many like the history of uh, Radko Gudis's entire existence. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. It would be very weird if he was a ref. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be funny though. Although, yeah, it would be very very strange energy I'm so, so maybe like he's Kevin... the one most likely to work in nhl player safety is what we're saying <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean he would certainly have some views on that yes um i think i will truly go left field um and just for no reason but because i have not mentioned him and what else could he do let's just say nick jensen Ooh, okay that was actually going to also maybe mention another one who we haven't talked about. And I feel like he's like someone who like, you know, is young, but like already kind of knows the rules pretty well, you know, and is always on the penalty kill. So maybe like a Jonas Siegenthaler would be a good referee. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's someone that like, yeah, you know, like he kind of knows what's going on. You know, he like, I think can get along with people, which refs actually kind of low key. That's a huge part of their job is just mm-hmm. really trying to make people not kill each other. So I feel like, you know, there's something too about like, you know, he's Swiss. Right. And so mm-hmm. neutrality, you know, and like, being. <laughs> I guess you could always go and find like, who is the most penalty minutes and be like, well, I guess they could be a ref because they certainly know what it's like to get a penalty yeah. and therefore <laughs> they can give them. And so that's how we end up with Tom Wilson, the, the referee. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so, um, the capital, um, so it's actually funny that this is a topic because, uh, there is a capital that last year would have been an easy call for this award because he already is a coach, but, uh, the capital most likely to work on the bench post-retirement, and, uh, if we're keeping by these rules, we cannot mention Brooks Orpik, who is not on the roster, but who I think would be a no-brainer because he Mm -hmm. literally is becoming a coach right now, but... I don't really mm-hmm. know about this one. I'm kind of kind of curious. Um, hmm. yeah. I this was one that like when I was looking through, it was kind of like I was one that I had to like think about a lot, and I'm still like kind of mulling it over because yeah. I I'm I'm there are a lot of like former players obviously that go on to be coaches, and not all of them are great. Um, yeah. I don't really. Um, and I don't think that like being a great player necessarily like makes you a great coach either so that like sort of it just like yeah. i don't know that's why I like, like wayne very... gretzky wasn't a great coach you know yeah. it's like yeah you have to if you're so talented at it it's harder i would i would imagine to teach people it you know because you just do things that other people i feel can't. like because of the way john carlson has like had to evolve i think he's a, a great like perspective yeah um, um so i think that he'd be a good sort of like mentoring coach role yeah. I feel like a, a player who, because I'm now trying to think of players who we haven't thought of yet. I feel like Dimitri Orlov actually is someone who, like, kind of low-key is someone who is actually way more, like, defensively responsible than you would think, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's 
I feel like he's always like someone who gets along with people. He's had his adversity in his career with some injuries earlier and kind of being bounced around a little bit and to to really develop and become one of the Capitals' best defenders, you know. Seems like a guy that everyone really likes. I feel like Orlov, you know, would be maybe a good coach, you know, in a few years, too. That's like someone who, a little off the wall, but I could see that one, too. Yeah, you know, I see that, too. Cool. All right, um, we're going to go in the opposite direction. Uh, Capital most likely to move into the woods after retiring. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like, because you can move into the woods because you want to, like, do the whole, like, into the wild thing. thing. Yeah, you know. Or, like, you could just be like, I never want to, like, be on the grid again. And I think that those are, like, two very different energies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I guess, like, hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like Richard Product might want to move into the woods <laughs> after this year a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that, like, Holtby would be very into just, like, existing yeah. in the woods and just being, a per- like, that person who lives, like, naturally. Yeah. Um, I'd say that person, like, that's, a, like, a trope of people that really not many people are living in the woods that I know of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that's sort of, like, he has that natural wellness energy that yeah. would come with being in the woods. He Maybe could just, like, bring his guitar out there, you know, and it would be fine. Yeah, you know, it could be, like, the whole Justin Timberlake thing where, yeah. like, it was the man of the woods thing. Yeah. <laughs> and goes to the um, coffee shop to be a musician. Yeah. I mean, I feel like after Brayden Holpey retires, he's just going to be, like, living his best life, you know? Although now that I think about it, Garnet Hathaway, his family are, like, lobster um catchers oh. right yeah i guess that's <laughs> so, right yeah i feel like not the woods but like maybe he'll just like get on a boat and do like deadliest catch for the rest of his life Ooh, i mean that would be great i would totally watch granite hathaway do deadliest catch it'd be cool yeah that'd be cool um all right so now um let's see uh okay the that this is one I've, I've gotten this a couple of times so we have to do it uh the cuddliest capital um hmm. yeah i feel like they're all like actively like have no personal space against each other yeah that's definitely true but CC i feel the, like tj Vrana bit <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah um but i feel like i've seen like Vrana be consistently like very cuddly yeah but obviously if we're doing caps of days past it would be burakovsky oh yeah like no doubt oh how how, how both beautiful but also painful are those photos with him and mckinnon truly you know i it's like when you get the linkedin notification of your yeah. ex getting a job that they always wanted um not that i can relate to this but you know <laughs> oh, congrats um i yeah. guess i'll send a congratulations yeah i mean uh i i miss him and i know adam stringham uh is someone who is like gone very back and forth on him and actually didn't draft him for the all capitals team which was mm-hmm. baffling to me but uh yeah like i yeah i miss i miss i miss burra he's uh and i'm glad he's doing well i mean i think he has 13 goals already which is more than he had like any of the last three years so yeah we miss you buddy come back you know <laughs> but it seems like you're doing well in colorado and there wasn't really as much room for you here so you know maybe it was like one of those where like you know he had to go away to truly find himself yeah, it's like, you know, it's the right person, wrong time thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, or, or, like, you know, as much as, like, the, you know, he, he needed to go to college. You know, he needed to, like, yeah, go to, go <laughs> go to Colorado. Find or, or, you know, he, uh, here's what I will say. Burrow, not the first person to say, I need to go to Colorado to find myself. <laughs> Truly, my cousin did that, so <laughs> you're not wrong. Did, 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 did your cousin find themselves is the real question. Ah, uh, you know. I'll find out at Christmas. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. So, uh, all right. Um, so kind of keeping with this theme a little bit, um, the capital with the best beard. And I feel like there's a, there's a, there's two that are the obvious one here, but the one, you know, I, I, it still has to be Holpi, right? Yeah. I think Gutis has like a great dad beard. Yes. Like it's, he, like, very I, neatly maintained, too. I feel like I keep dropping hints that I think that, like, Radko Gudas is just, like, the ultimate dad. Because, yeah. like, he's just got... He, he truly looks like a 40-year-old man. Yeah. Yeah. And, no uh, offense to 40 yeah. 
he's great. Like, and uh, that photo with, I think it was like his grandpa, him and his kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was, or well, his dad, him and his kid. That, that was, yeah. that was adorable. Very sweet. Yeah, they're the best. Um, okay, so the capital um, that could have excelled at any sport but chose hockey. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, the secret is these are all incredibly freakish athletes who could do anything and are just, like, in general incredible. So mm-hmm. the answer really, I feel like, could be any of the capitals. Um, yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of, like... Uh, I just feel like Oshie would be most likely to play a bunch of like obviously like a bunch of athletes like um play various sports throughout their lives but I feel like he has very like high school four sport athlete energy yeah I can Um, see that yeah I feel like he'd be very good at he could play basketball you know or soccer or something Mm -hmm. or football you know yeah yeah um I feel like Wilson's a contender here too Mm-hmm. Right, because like I, I can see, I see Wilson. I can see like, wow, he's like six four, so definitely can play basketball. Um, mm-hmm. you know, is like fast and strong, and like I look at him like, oh, boy, that could be like a really good linebacker, maybe in high school or something. You know, mm-hmm. so he's, I feel like another one that I would definitely put up there. Yeah, what do you think his like number one sport would be? Ooh, aside from hockey, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like. I could see him kind of, and this is going to depress me a little bit, but I could, I, I could see him kind of being, like, like a lax bro guy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, well, that's the, that's what I said about Oshi, too. I feel like they just have, like, lacrosse energy. Yeah. But I also feel like there's, you know, some carryover. So I guess it makes sense that that would be a sport that would be easy to transfer between. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like that, you know, there's stick work involved. There's hitting involved. There's, mm-hmm. uh... Greg playing it very poorly involved with both of those, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like, but again, I feel like the secret here is that all of these guys could do all of these things because professional athletes are just like on a different planet than you and me. Yeah. 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 It's just not fair. Yeah. Um, There's that video of like Nathan McKinnon literally like out skating a speed skater in like hockey skates. Like it's just, they're like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, I feel like you see, you know, all the time, oh, I think it's like Mookie Betts or whatever of the Red Sox bowled a perfect game. Oh, I think, hmm, I want to say yes. Yeah. I feel like I remember something like that. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, that's just like not fair how you get to just be good at everything and I'm the one telling lame jokes on Twitter. But I'm not projecting <laughs> at all, don't worry. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, not at all. Um, okay, so the capital um, that is most likely to succeed, ooh, as a broadcaster. I like this one. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like it would have to be someone who can speak for a prolonged amount of time without saying for sure, um, which is, you know, is a challenge. Yeah. We'll say that. Um, hmm. I, hmm. who would you say? That's a good question. I mean, I feel, I, 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 we keep saying TJ Oshie. I feel like he's like the obvious one. I'm trying to think of one like a little off the board here. Like, you know, I don't know. Um, it can't like Carlson I've actually heard is pretty quiet sometimes and he's like sick of talking about himself Mm -hmm. um you know I feel like Ovechkin would be hilarious we actually haven't mentioned him as much as I thought we would um yeah but I feel like Ovechkin would be hilarious as a broadcaster and every time he's on tv I enjoy it just immensely but Mm -hmm. I don't know if he'd be like a broadcaster you know yeah at the I feel like maybe like the between periods like he'd be good for that yeah Uh, not necessarily the whole game yeah uh, kind of kind but, of like a um well okay like someone who would actually do what jeremy ronick's role is supposed to be but like do it <laughs> actually well hmm well yeah. truly anyone yeah uh, but, <laughs> yeah uh, ideally not I, like just another white man because we have way too many of those on the the uh, nbc sports broadcast already but you know that's a different no. but related problem <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that, like, also, you know, you had to have the voice for uh, the the gig. So I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of, like, what I hear, you know, in between, like, periods, just very deadpan. Yeah. So it just depends on the element they're in. So I guess, like, haven't really seen anyone shine, per yeah. se. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have three more. Um, so, and I, cause I liked all these three. Um, or I have, like, a gazillion more that I have, but we gotta, like, you know, we gotta 
got to train our focus here. So yes. the capital most likely to be a mastermind in a heist film. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like the mastermind is always someone that you, that is not in the forefront, obviously, yeah. until like the, the, the main period of the movie. Yes. So I guess, who do we think operates sort of in the background, um, but hmm. is making moves? Hmm. What about a Michael Ketney? Yeah, you know, I feel like, I can see that. I feel like he has kind of the look of someone who could be like a Bond villain, but yeah. like the sort of like provocative one. So yeah. I feel like I could see that sort of just not hiding in the background until the time comes to strike. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, where, where, would, where would you go with this one? Hmm. I I don't know. It's I I don't really watch that many like heist films. Yeah, me I feel neither. like the last one that I watched was probably like Ocean's Eleven. Um, yeah, which is like I guess we see like Danny Ocean is the well, obviously he would be the mastermind. The movie yeah. is named after him. Um, but I don't know. Mm. I feel like it. I feel like they do have that sort of like oceans 11 vibe on the caps where like yeah. there's a leader but like it's a sort of a cohesive chaotic unit yeah. um so i think that like that's totally a cop-out but like well would, would we maybe say like reardon would be like the correct answer then here maybe yeah you know i guess i, I think that's fair yeah okay He's making the moves there you go i like that um okay so next second to last one um the capital with the best smile Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I can't get that image of Alex Ovechkin without, with, like, with the cup, just, like, with the gap-tooth smile yeah. just, like, out of my head. So I feel like yeah. that's just, that's just, like, my pick is, is Alex Ovechkin. Just a, every, think, just, his life is a giant smile at this point. Because <laughs> yeah, he's done what like he needs to do, you know? Yeah, and we haven't given him, like, any love in these superlatives, and I feel like it's a quintessential hockey smile. Yeah. Like, you gotta go with that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, like, I I feel like you think of a hockey smile, and you're just like, wow, that's Alex Ovechkin. Like, and, and, and honestly, I feel like the biggest smiles with him come, like, after one of his teammates scores, which is just, like, I feel like that's one of the un, low-key kind of most fun parts about rooting for Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best. I love Alex Ovechkin. Um, speaking of people that I love the most, um, we had uh, Jacob Rash, who is a uh, former guest on the podcast, uh... Just ask me point blank who my favorite capital is. So, uh, Maddie, I'm going to let you tackle this first. Who is your favorite Washington capital right now? And maybe you could also give all time if you want. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, not to be truly a person from America, um, but, I mean, TJ Oshie, like, before he even came to the Capitals, I, like, loved him as just, like, a young hockey fan. Yeah. So, like... I totally not trying to like make myself sound young, but like I feel like just he was always gonna be like my number one, especially because he sort of came in when I was coming to DC. Okay. So cool. obviously, like, um, yeah, that I, I feel like there's no more explanation that I need to put there. No. Um, but but yeah, I mean, if you want to go all time, like, I mean, I have truly existed for like 22 years, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not really, and most of those years I was in Boston. So I guess, like, all the time it would be dumb not to say Ovi. Yeah. Especially just because, like, you, like you said, his energy and also the fact that he is Alex Ovechkin. Like, yes. <laughs> how can you not? Probably but, the yeah. greatest pure goal scorer of our time and also just, like, a... By all accounts, just, like, a good person and just someone who is, like, just joyful all the time. Like, yeah. I, I enjoy that. Yeah. He's the sure. best. Uh, love you, Ovi. Um, my favorite, so right now, I don't know. Okay, so I will I will uh, tease that I'm actually working on a piece right now about Nicholas Backstrom's Hall of Fame chances. Here's a hint. They're really, really good. They're way better <laughs> than people think they are. Um, and I've always just kind of, like, low-key appreciated Backstrom. Like, I think he's someone who 
the Capitals don't get anywhere near where they are without Backstrom. You know, I think that obviously Ovechkin is Ovechkin, right? And he is mm-hmm. the greatest pure goal scorer of our time. But you always wonder, like, it, what would have happened with the, to the Caps without Backstrom? And I'm really glad we don't mm-hmm. have that that question or have to give that answer. And I just like I've always appreciated. It. I feel like the stories that Isabel was turning out after he won after the Caps won the Cup with Backstrom was just really really cool. And I feel like he's someone that internalized a lot of the pressure that the Capitals were facing before they did the thing. And I don't know, I've always just like had a huge soft spot for Nicholas Backstrom. Uh, I also have his jersey, so a little monetary (laughs) interest in that too. But uh, he's just the best. I love Nicholas Backstrom. So that's probably my pick for both. uh, You know, I could toss out a... uh, I enjoyed when Alex Semen decided he cared. Uh, This is probably a little bit before your Capitals fandom, but... That was one where, like, I, whenever, he, he actually got the the 100th spot on Wyshynski's top 100 NHL players, and he was someone that, like, was a joy to watch, but just never, like, seemed to care for stretches of time, and, mm-hmm. you know, we were always a little baffled by Alex Seven. So that was one where I, you know... I, you know, almost wish he had been on that team that won because, you know, that was a part of my Capitals experience was watching him and decide and watching him decide whether he cared that night or not. But uh, he's someone who I also really enjoyed. So that's kind of a long term shout out too. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, Maddie, this was a blast. I'm glad we finally got to have you on. Um. Plug some stuff. Where can people kind of find your work and uh, writing and all that? Yeah. Um. Well. I, I'm probably doing, like, video moving forward, um, so if you see a video, maybe I made it, um, yeah. <laughs> but don't know where to plug that, but, um, <laughs> Just watch I ESPN tweet. videos, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, I, I tweet a lot. If you want to follow my Twitter, it is truly mostly just pictures of my dog and bad jokes, um, but I'm a very good dog, know, though, so it's great. He's a great dog. Yeah. He's named after Martin St. Louis, so, Aww. like, he's a good dog, he's um, a good dog. but yeah, so I'm on social media at Mads Runs. If you want to say hi yeah awesome all right well addy this was a blast and uh we'll have you on again in the future uh for uh non-superlatives uh capitals <laughs> hockey so uh stay yeah. tuned for that and uh thanks for having me no problem no problem so uh thank you for listening to this episode of japers rank radio if you enjoyed it uh you should uh rate write subscribe review do whatever all those things are you can find my writing and musings at greg y underscore jr um and uh yeah so uh like i said if you enjoyed the podcast uh you know please give us a five-star review on itunes or any star and uh you know then you could just make fun of my voice that there's been a couple that's okay i accept it um but uh just uh you know feel free to engage with the twitter account too it's uh at japers rank radio and uh have a good one and uh, i'll see you next time